And that jarring cacophony tells you that you're back with the Power of Three podcast. And we are here to celebrate, commiserate, and sometimes just generally look at things and see what they are like. We're, we're going to conversate, to use a word that I, that I loathe. Yes, but we will conversate. We'll conversate. For a wee while now. To, for, to a great extent. Yes. <laughs> and um, why don't we conversate about the next releases from Character Options. We probably say who we are first. Yes, I think we should. I'm Kenny Smith. And I'm David Steele. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back. Yes, Al Dewar. We've been hassling Al Dewar for a chat again this week because another... Like, hot in the heels of the last lot, another few sets of Character Options Doctor Who action figures are about to grace the shelves of B&M. They are indeed. And actually, Dave, and for our, the benefit of our YouTube viewers... I've actually got some of them here with me tonight. Don't it make you sick, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do get people saying, how have you got those and where did you get them from? And it's just because Al sends me them early on just sort of for review purposes and to make sure everything's okay. Cool. So, yeah, I have them here in my magic bag. Kenny Smith's magic bag. That's what this podcast should be called. <laughs> it also contains my address book as well with contacts. And a change of trainers. Indeed. Well, no, actually, no, it's the same ones. I just gave them a wash. They were through the washing right. machine this okay. morning. That'll do. Because I stood in a, a big load of mud. Anyway, anyway back, to, back to the Kenny Smith How He Washes Trainers podcast. We'll be with you at the start of 2024. <laughs> anyway, we're going to chat about action figures, but before we get to Al, we're going to have a look at them and we're going to review them. Right. The ones I've got here. So okay. Dave. Yes. First. Close my eyes, hold out my hands. Yeah. Hold out your hands, listeners and viewers. What do you think? There we go, Dave. Who have we got oh here? Oh my goodness. Take my specs off. Yeah. That's very good. Yep. That's What's the it's the fourth doctor as played by Tom Baker in his Time Lord robes. I'm looking up his skirt. Yes, he's got his boots on. The looks of things. That's very good. Although See, Al wonders if the figure is maybe a bit too cartoonish and caricature. It's a bit Miriam Margulies, isn't it? <laughs> but, you know, side on, it's, no, it's very good. Of course, it's going to look a bit different because he's got the skull cap on, but no, that's very good. The detail on the, the seal of rassel on, on the collar is gorgeous. Wow, that's very good. Yep. Kenny's yep. already taken them out of the box, listeners, which is what you should always do with your toys. Yep. If you haven't seen Toy Story 2, then you'll know why I'm doing it. Here's our next one, Dave. Who have we got here? Well, that's Bloomin' Bear on the Torso. My yep. goodness, that's excellent. You can absolutely... That's... I'm not being paid, listeners. I'm not getting slipped, a, you know, a bung by, by anyone. This, that's that's very... It's instantly recognisable. Chancellor Goth. Cheer up, Goth. Yeah. That's good, because obviously Deadly Assassin's by his Doctor Who memory, so this is fun. Oh, that's good. And, of course, it's like de extra detailing there yeah. in front of his ropes. Yes, I'm more distracted by just how good the face is, honestly. Right. Yeah. And here's our third one today. Right, and this is Lord Beruza. Yeah. Now... <laughs> it's not Angus Mackay, is it? It could be. Could be anyone, quite frankly. Does that sound bad? Well, we'll, we'll find out later from Al just who it is and why it is. Interesting. Because there is a reason for it. My reckoning is that 
It's Barusa before he regenerated into the Angus Mackay incarnation. Do you know what? It kind of looks like a cross between Angus Mackay and John Arnott from Invasion of Time. That's his name. <laughs> yep. It also looks... It, it looks a bit like the actor Francis Matthews. Captain Scarlet. They played Alec Loading in the stellar 1986 BBC adaptation of Josephine Tay's Rat Farah. If you haven't read it, listeners, you sure should. It's my favourite book of all time. Okay, there's a Time Lord, that's fine. Yeah. But what do you th- I mean, I think it's a good use of the Time Lord mode because they, yeah. all, look, they all look distinctly well, different. Yeah, but the detailing, the detailing on the robes is lovely. Barusa has the sort of, you know, the, the gold sort of thread, as it were, through it. Goths has the sort of silver and black diamond detailing down the front. I mean, I'm stunned at the de- at the at the care that's going into painting the the seal of Rassler on each of them. Um, they really are very, very nice. A winner from you, Dave? Oh, well, you know, I don't have the disposable cash these days, Kennedy, to spunk chunks on these, but they're very nice indeed. They're very, very good. Mm. Yeah, I've got all quiet listeners. Yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> just sort of staring at them. Next, right. Dave. Okay, I'm holding my hand. Yeah, holding it. Close Here we go. Eyes. We'll do a live unboxing for our YouTube viewers. Oh, wow. Right, this is the Seventh Doctor Remembers the Dalek set. Yep. Very nice. You better explain. Just give me flashback. Oh, we've got we've got the the black Dalek and one of the the renegade Daleks, the grey Daleks. And that black that just existence so of the just gives me flashbacks to getting the Dapple figures for the first time back yes. in the late eighties. They're very nice. So that's, a, that's a that's a you do Dalek Supreme on the on TV it looks amazing it looks so retro 60s and you know it's a nice contrast with the, the more kind of slim lined and sleeker sort of Imperial Daleks this is this is gorgeous very yep. very nice do you want to open them Dave? Let's no, I'll give them to you. Okay, I'll do the box. <laughs> but I should point out, you do have a good few Daleks already. Yes, well, turn the camera around for the benefit of our YouTube viewers. Yes, when Kenny was around last week, he was even able to identify some of them, and I couldn't. <laughs> In all cases, yeah. there's my Daleks on top of that bookcase over there. you've got that lovely, over. lovely rear, the version of the Chase one, which talks when the batteries oh. are in it. Yeah. Let's have a look. Let's find out if he does, listeners Let's and viewers. As, uh, just for the benefit of our listeners who can't see, I want to give this the benefit of this in stereo as I walk round and behind. Um, yeah, I should have got some scissors to cut this open earlier. Do you want me to fetch your pair of scissors? I'll go for it if you've got some. Oh, he's not. No, that's a shame. The button pushes, but sadly the Dalek does not oh, well, speak. That's a shame. Yeah. I'll but put him, I'll put him back next to my Imperial Dalek, my special weapons Dalek, and my Louis Marx style that I bought. Yeah. On the 12th of November 1990. Yeah. I do remember that, I just do. Mm. Well, of course, listeners, you may be wondering, we have mentioned here that it's Renegade Daleks here with the Supreme and the Grey, and you're thinking, where on earth are all those lovely Imperial Daleks? Well, when you listen to our chat with Al soon, you'll find out exactly where they've gone. He's a very sharp Kenny, be careful. Right, okay, right, and uh, I'm sure that the viewers will be watching with interest here to make sure that I don't cut myself. Great radio. It does. But yeah, they're a nice set. And of course, the, unfortunately, I don't have the third and final set in this collection, which are the first of the new series Daleks to come out under the History of the Dalek set, okay. which is a slightly weather-worn Dalek from Dalek and Dalek, Dalek Sec from Sec. Doomsday. Yes, it's, And yeah. it looks like, the from what I've seen from the pictures, the Dalek from Dalek looks like it's got that sort of bronze and gold colour scheme and it's slightly weathered as well okay. it looks like it's been 
a little bit battle damaged in the wars, see, or the time wars. Because it sort of it heals itself during the story, doesn't it? Yes, so it does indeed. Listeners, it's nearly 19 years since that episode was in television. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel absolutely ancient. Yeah, because I think that. Oh my listen, goodness. Listen to all these unboxing sound effects. There we go. So now they're actually sealed in the box. Um, they're no longer sort of fixed in with little tapery things. Give Kenny the scissors back. Yep. Be careful. And uh, yeah, this live unboxing is just an so audio exciting. live unboxing. This is podcast gold. It is, but, but at least the YouTube viewers can enjoy the yes. me and my struggles. I handed the scissors <laughs> back to you safely, Dave. Yes, thank you. Yeah, don't want to get you injured. Right Absolutely here we go. Not. So that here we are. They're sealed in. Oh, Let's I. take them out. Oh, I. The, yeah, the careful. Yep. The detailing on the. The black Dalek is tremendous. Look it at the is. Lindy the Supreme Eyestock is wonderful. That. That's great. Yeah, we'll we'll have. Um, do we have a quick game of Doctor Two action figures? Yes, that'd be great for the viewers Hang as well. On. Hang on, there you go. Time Lords versus Daleks. Oh, it's, it's just like the Time War, but <laughs> with the classic series. Yeah, well, this is obviously it's, this is early on. Yeah, all sorts of paradoxes and stuff Indeed. happened. And exterminate, exterminate. Uh, unseen version of Beruza from between John Arnott and um, Leonard Sachs confronts <laughs> the Dalek Supreme as, as a revived, a time displaced from deadly assassin, uh. Fourth Doctor, <laughs> Chancellor Goth, look on. Destroy the Time oh, Lord, exterminate, exterminate. No, Chancellor no, uh, Time Lord weapon. Right, uh, That's what happened. That one of the uh, Beruzas was was shot and and regenerated. Uh, Time displaced. God, he's so shiny. He is, isn't he? But look at the look at the matte sort of finish on. Yeah, on the Renegades. Yeah, but I mean, the Dalek Supreme has a he's a nice shiny helmet, listeners. Nice shiny dome. There you go. I can do smart as well. Yeah, do you polish um, it for him. Do I want to polish the Dalek Supreme's helmet? Listeners, if you could see disgust, you could see you would see my imagine uh, my face right now. Yeah, Dave no, this, does not do smart. This Dalek is is very very good. Uh, yeah, you know it's it's I I mean it's properly I don't know if that if that's the paint or the moulding, but that's that's gorgeous. Yeah, remember that go. scene where he confronts a Western and blows up? I watched yep. that a thousand times. Yeah, it's so good. There you go. Have a look at oh, the, the drone there. Yeah, very good. The standard um, grey drone. Because they, they, they even them I mean they looked brand new. They looked like sort of um. They looked really. What I liked about the, those dialects? They looked kind of plasticky. Yeah. They looked like you know, or to put it another way, like bonded polycarbide. Mm. And this looks. This <laughs> is obviously the spit of the guy. You know, listeners, it's very hard to explain how exciting episode one of Rumours the Daleks was when it went out. It was hecking amazing. Fifth of October, nineteen eighty. And I watched. Um, I watched it like about ten times that night because it was a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. which meant my mum would have been at the Women's Guild my dad was in a late shift and I've told this story I'm sure in the podcast before literally as Sylvester and Ace run up the stairs and the doctor trips and the white Dalek starts falling my pal from school Kenny phoned our house to try and distract me <laughs> <laughs> this is Kenny Thompson not Kenny Smith didn't know Kenny in those days um, but I always remember the bit in the, the junkyard when this Dalek guy comes you know Come out. There was a shot of him as well being being fired upon in the trailer I seem to remember yep. and Sylvester going Dalek that bit yeah. Um, to see what I mean it's, it looks just like it is what I'm getting towards it's gorgeous yeah wonderful yeah they oh really well are. coming soon to all good B&M's twenty one yes. ninety nine or thereabouts if my if my if my enth- if my enthusings convince you listeners then that's good and everything so we should probably hear what Al has to say yeah about them now, he knows we? all about them so let's hand over to our friends down south our fellow Scott and it's a real joy to welcome back to the podcast, the one, the only, the man that the fans love, 
and also the man that the fans hate because he never gets anything accurate or right. It's Al Dure. Welcome back, Al. I'm glad you said that. Thank you, Kenny. I'm glad you said that because that that appears to be that appears to be the truth. Two steps forward and one step back, I believe, is the is the common expression. Well, bottom um, line is, Al, you know that I love you. You're my mate. You're one of my best mates, and I think you're the best. So there you go. Same, 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 same. I can talk to you candidly and without fear of um, reprisal or being thrown <laughs> off a cliff, which is always a good absolutely. Time. So it's an exciting time, as that's it. We've we've one of 2023 has just hit the shops. And now Wave 2 has been revealed. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> yes, it's been revealed in lots of different ways. Yeah, it has. It feels like, it's weird. I mean, and not to, not to make it sound negative, but it feels, for me, it feels a bit like yesterday's news because obviously I'm working on, on new, new stuff now and different yeah. stuff. But yeah, it was, um, we, it's good to get these last couple of sets out. I, th- I understand the rationale of dropping them in two separate drops, but I, c- I kind of think it's maybe a bit frustrating for the collectors. Maybe just doing it in one drop would be better, although it's a lot of money to commit. But then there's a lot of money to commit, you know, three months apart or two months apart, whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah, they are good and they are quite different. So, um, and there are a couple of mistakes, <laughs> as you would say in your parlance. Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll start off by chatting Time Lords this time, shall we? Because uh, I remember the first time you showed me, it must have been about, what, a year ago you first mentioned this and the, the possibility of doing it. And it was just, it seems such an obvious thing to do, given that you've got that Time Lord body there and with that unique headdress. So it was, I suppose it was, I think the phrase that we'd use in Scotland would be shooty in. Hi. Um <laughs> it it was. I mean um so, so it's it's interesting. I I kinda get I always have the same thing happens. I, I always think this is a great idea and then the closer it gets to production, the more antsy and slightly nervous I get. And in this particular case I was getting more nervous because it's a reuse of again essentially the same body. But I thought it was just more justified this time because they are distinctly different Time Lords. It's not like a wee variance here or there. The robes are different colours. The characters are different. Obviously, we've got the fourth Doctor with his um, Time Lord skull cap and collar on. And then we've got the fabulous Chancellor Goth. And then we've got Barusa, who might seem an odd... We could talk about him in detail, actually, or I, or, or if you're happy to, I can. Yes, just wax. you you can you can tell me about Barusa in detail because let's be honest. If you're asking me about the tech specs of these, I haven't a clue. So it'd be a bit of a short podcast. So you're the expert. Why don't you talk about it? <laughs> so the Barusa is an interesting one because, as many people will have realised, um, the other interesting character from that story, albeit he's dead within five seconds. <laughs> is the Lord President himself, who's dressed all in white. And in actual fact, the facial sculpt, I could only get, I could only afford two new heads. So the facial sculpt of the existing Time Lord is probably nearer, not probably, it is nearer to the look of the Lord President, but the costume and the collar decoration is so complex on that character that I just did a 
and he's like I say, he's only alive for five seconds. Um, so I just did a massive body swerve um, and went straight for Barusa. So he doesn't look particularly like Barusa. It has to be said facially, but um, costume-wise, he does. And it's quite interesting because when I was doing the research for Barusa, I found some images of him. In fact, he confused the hell out of me because there's some behind-the-scenes images where his color, his Time Lord color, is completely different from the one that's on screen. So I don't know what happened. I don't know. Somewhere along the way, something must have happened. But his his color markedly changed, or he does wear two different colors in the thing, and you know, I just haven't clocked it yet. But one is significantly different, and then all the other images seem to be of him in in the correct one. His robes are different as well, and then there's also differences between the uh, goth robes and the fourth Doctor robes, which are quite good. I really like the goth face sculpt. I think the fourth. Doctor face sculpt is maybe a little bit towards the um, the sculpting of the fourth Doctor always for me seems to fall into two camps. It either goes the kind of boggle-eyed, slightly goofy look, or it goes the sort of more mature, straight up interpretation, which is my favourite. I think it falls into the former camp. If at the time. If I'd spent a little bit more time looking at it, I think I would have probably pushed to get it changed. And that's not that it's a bad sculpt; it's really good. It is really good. It's just that particular interpretation of the Fourth Doctor, and it's not my favourite. So I would probably have changed that. But like I say, it's a great sculpt. The Bernard Horsfall Goth sculpt is is really good as well. So yeah, that's that's uh, that's a nice set. And then we had a few difficult no oh, not difficulties, but the <laughs> I remember getting presented with the with the sort of final production samples of that. And I went, these are brilliant, except the colors aren't transparent. And they said, what? And I said, well, the colors aren't transparent. The colors have got to be transparent. And they said, but we haven't got time to change that. And I went, but we have to. You can't have Time Lords with solid colors. I made a fiberglass that were transparent. So I literally picked a, I literally picked a transparency level of 60% opaque and said, make it 60% opaque. And actually it worked out pretty well. So Yeah, well, I'm looking at them here and they look fantastic there. Really- yeah, you don't stop that transparency until they're actually out of the pack. But they're a nice chunk bigger. They're, they're, they fall into the, um, what I've always called, lack of action figure category because they <laughs> they legs, but they're under such heavy robes that they you could probably rip the legs off and they would still look just as good. <laughs> I mean, the thing that I've also noticed is that they're really weighty as well compared with normal figures. Because of these extra robes, it's a really heavy yeah. figure pack. Very chunky. They are. Yeah. They're chunky. Nobody knew that about Time Lords, but the relative density of a Time Lord seems to be <laughs> much, <laughs> yep. much much, more than a standard humanoid. That's Who true. Know? Also, you did say earlier on that um, the President's on screen for a few seconds. Surely it would be Microspans. It is microspans. There is oh, I can do some. I can do some um, washing of theory. Apparently, there's some really random rumor out there that there's a chase figure of the president. Well, I can tell you <laughs> point blank that is not a chase figure of the president. So don't go racing around B and M looking for the white robed president. He doesn't exist. Yeah, 
But what you should do is buy multiple, just in the hope that there might be one in your imagination and it keeps the range alive and it gets more money into character and B&M. Oh, well, yes, absolutely. I mean, I can't argue from that point of view. Yeah, yeah. Buy, buy five. Or more. Yes, <laughs> minimum five. Do you know what? I would say you're not a true fan unless you have at least five of these sets. Good figures, and I'm delighted that we've got a little bit more Deadly Assassin and we can marry them up with our master figures as well. Yes, and I was particularly pleased because uh, this is a bit of a shout out here, but I'm doing it anyway because they were absolutely lovely. But I ran into Lily Connors, who is the Guinness World Record holder for Doctor Who toys when I was at Regenerations in Swansea, which was which was excellent. And her dad, Tom, and those two completely restored my faith in Doctor Who fandom. I mean, generally, I, every now and again, you kind of feel a bit down because it, because it, well, I do because it kind of feels like you can't do anything right. But actually, just to meet somebody that just loved toys for the fact that they were toys, and you know, and and in and of themselves, the sheer amount of other things that Lily and her dad Tom squeeze into their lives is absolutely astounding. So yeah, they were they were a revelation, and uh, yeah. It was great. It was great to meet that. And and she, I got her a couple of early sets of the Time Lord set and Aww. at least one Dalek set just to bolster her collection. Yep. And again, she just said nothing but nice things. So it was good. It's good for the soul to meet people who just like things for the sake of it. Yes. <laughs> you know, there are still a few out there, Al. There's still a few. There are. I'm searching the universe for the rest of you. I'll get you. Thank you eventually. But. <laughs> Yeah, most part. Yeah. Yep. So you did mention there saying that uh, they were that that was a bit of a revelation for you. So moving swiftly <laughs> on, let's go to remembrance. See what I did there? I, I did. I knew. I knew you would. I knew you would let that one go by. <laughs> of course not. It's, you're too. You're getting too good at this with the seamless linking between one thing to another to seg from one to another. So yes, we've got remembrance of the Daleks, which is history of the Daleks number fifteen, with a grey. Renegade, and of course that glorious black and silver yeah, green we, Dalek. Yes, the supreme. Yeah, and we changed we changed these again. As I say, the um, we just sort of tweaked bits, but I'm all for tweaking things if we can make it better. So it's weird. On, I mean, Remembrance is one of those ones where we've we've <laughs> we've had a small, a microscopically small silly eye stalk, and we've had a, a wrong eye stalk. So I tried my damnedest. I'm sure somebody will say that's still wrong, but I tried my damnedest to um, get a, a a new eye stock that worked and looked relatively a bit better and, and the correct size. Um, there's also interestingly again, and it's behind the scenes stuff, but the but the Dalek that appears in the junkyard in Torres Lane, which gets blown up. It's actually a complete, and again, it's one of those things you never quite know why, because it's never obviously explained. It's probably just that they needed a prop that day and the rest of them weren't ready. But the livery on that particular Dalek is quite different from the livery of the Daleks that then turn up later on. Not massively, but there are differences. So, yeah, so I had to kind of decide which grey drone I was going to go with. I also I got some... Again, it was one of those ones where I chose a special colour and I went, that's exactly it. And I even spoke with Mike Tucker and said, you know, what, what, because he knows everything. I was like, what, what colour? 
did they paint the remembrance drone? <laughs> His reply was hilarious because he basically said, I've no idea, Al, but knowing the BBC, it was probably the nearest can of great emotion. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, well, that's, that's good to know, but it doesn't get me much further forward. So I went and chose this special grey, special grey, I thought, this is a special remembrance grey. And, <laughs> and there was another one where the Dunsberg came in and I was like, oh, bloody hell, that looks so bad, it's terrible. But that's what happens when you use Pantone colour chips and you're kind of putting them against something and you're thinking, oh, yes, that's going to look lovely. And then you see it when it's done. So I then had another, I had another Dalek in my cupboard, which, oh, and we can talk about that later. Remind, remind me, Dalek, Dalek cupboard. Yep. So we had, a, we had another, I had another Dalek, a remembrance one from long ago, which was, in my opinion, closer to the correct colour than perhaps even the ones that had been released previously. So I used that one. So yeah, it, it was updated. So the eye stop was updated. The the ears, the house column ears, the dome lights um, were updated. The front of the body has the oval that's slightly chunkier. So yeah, that was that one. And then the Supreme. Yeah, we've done so many Supremes, and it there's always something to change on that one. I don't know what it is. There's always something new you kind of notice or get wrong or whatever. But it actually. Yeah, I think this time it kind of looks, for some reason, it just looks better this time. I think the the finish and everything on that Dalek, well, those Daleks, I should say, is particularly good. Yeah, they are beautiful, as always. Now, at this point, Al, I have a question for you that's come in. And Go on, asking, we've seen that we've got this Remembrance set, but of course, we know that there are three other types of Daleks that appear in Remembrance. Given what yeah. you said last time with Resurrection potentially offering scope for more figures to go back and do it, is there a possibility you could do some, like a Remembrance set with the Special Weapons, the Emperor, and a standard Imperial? So, I am looking at B&M for next year. I'm in fact... Yes. Um, one of them... One of the things I'm looking at is the Emperor on his own, which I think would be popular the special weapons Dalek maybe I think we've released that a couple of times though what was the other one you mentioned you mentioned Danbrosh you mentioned and the standard Dalek. Oh, the white imperial yep or is it ivory I believe is the correct designation yes well you see we released that with Ace although now having got the updated eye stock it's potential we could go back and fix that yep. one it's just I'd probably have to put two of them out together and that would lead to the inevitable moans of, oh, we had this with Ace and it's just two the same in the same pack. So, Unless I did an ivory one with a destroyed ivory one. Yes, that that's there. Also, Al, I'm just going to throw an idea at you right now. I hope for this, this might be of some interest. What about uh, Doctor Who and the Juggernauts, the big finish release where you've got Davros in a white and gold or white and I or an ivory and gold base so you get Davros and he's sort of on his way to becoming emperor there you go you yes. can have that one for free yeah and you I think you and I have chatted about that and I agree with that I think we said that the last time that there's something slightly odd about the fact that especially in Revelation he um, the Daleks are essentially that white and gold colour but he doesn't Davros doesn't reflect that same colour change so yeah, I think so. But yes, definitely definitely thinking about an emperor. And again, we'd probably try and just 
well not update it you can't really update it but maybe just change the paint ops a yeah, little bit or even what about a clean special weapons Dalek so we've got how it would have been when it's brand new and pristine off the production line <laughs> you any idea of the complaints <laughs> character options skimping on money have decided to issue the special weapons Dalek with no weathering <laughs> They'd be out with their pitchforks, Kenny. However, on the plus side, I can blame you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take the flack. You know where I'm, guys. I'm on Twitter, at FinishedZine. Bring it on. Trust me, I've been insulted by experts and drug-dealing taxi drivers who've threatened me with murder. So, yes, I can handle Angry Dog 2 fans, I think. I find the special weapons Dalek being slightly covered in oil and stuff slightly odd, because... I do agree with you. Dalek technology is usually, especially in remembrance, it's all kind of pocket. The Daleks, for the first yeah. time, ever bonded polycarbide armor and looked really amazing. And then all of a sudden, this thing that is just dripping oil from every crevice and looks yeah. like it's. I mean, I know it's probably supposed to be battle hardened and look like a Sherman tank, but it it was kind of. Maybe one step too far. <laughs> um, and that's just my personal opinion, and, and um, it does not uh, in any way uh, you know, apply to it. Yeah. But yeah, it's a thing one to think about. And the Davros one's quite interesting as well. Yeah. Now, I don't think you've got them. Did I send you a golden black, or did mm, I not? No, I haven't got those. Okay. We can do some myth busting on this one as well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So let's have a chat about the fact that you've now arrived at the new series era with the Dalek from Dalek and also Sek from Doomsday. We have, and this is a weird one because we had basically a single Dalek in Dalek and I wasn't quite sure how to handle it. And then I thought, well, everybody's desperate for a Black Dalek Supreme. So I kind of chucked. And I believe that we made the comment the last time that yeah, there was a certain point where the license was up for renewal and it wasn't 100% sure, blah, blah, blah. Go back and listen to the previous one and you'll know where we're going with this one. So it was more a case of, which was why we sort of jumped over Resurrection. So it was more a case of, you know, w- with that one, what would you do as a second Dalek and sec was the obvious choice. So, but there's a couple of things. So I've seen a few things online. I know people don't like the lack of contrast between the gold and the bronze on the Dalek and Dalek. Now, that Dalek is actually interesting. And I know the behind the scenes pictures show it. Arguably, I would agree, maybe slightly more than shown, but they hadn't settled on the final bronze and final gold when they did that original first story. That was only settled on slightly later. Solar gold, solar bronze, solar gold, I think is the the color. So the gold and the bronze were closer together, although I would agree, arguably, that the bronze and gold Dalek, the gold could perhaps be slightly shinier, but it is what it is. So that's the way it's come out. But it just as an interesting bit of backstory. They were a bit closer than they were later on. And then sec again i sent a couple of samples of sec and the gold dalek to my friend deborah up in inverness who decided 
to do a video review of them. However, what I failed to tell her was that they didn't come from a box set. They came off my desk. And her Dalek has a gloss skirt. And when I was sending those samples to her, I, I threw everything on my desk into a box and I took it to reception. And so I sent this to Deborah and he, <laughs> he said, send what? The whole thing? And I went, no, 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 not the whole thing. Just pick two, a black and a gold. But I didn't realize what I'd done is there was a gloss Dalek in there. So I think there's a, I think there's a thing out there that people think that there's a black Dalek where we've got it hideously wrong and we've made the skirt gloss coming out which were not that was an early sample where because the factory never knows i mean they never know what a dalek is and each yeah. one is different as far as they're concerned so there was one that turned up on my desk it was gloss and i then said this isn't gloss it's matte but she ended up with it and reviewed it yes <laughs> so <laughs> so thus is uh, therein lies the the reasoning um yep. but that's an but it's an interesting set. Um, and again, just talking speculatively for next year, I'm, I'm actually quite excited about next year's Daleks because we're, in theory, on Satellite 5 for Parting of the Ways and Bad yep. Wolf. And there's, there's quite a few Daleks to choose from there. But those Daleks are different again because, now whether it's down to grading, but they are a significantly different bronze this time when you see them on satellite five it's a it's a slightly more reddish so i'm quite excited because having done dalek with the gold waistband and the gold and the bronze being closer together we're now potentially onto satellite five where the gold and the bronze are actually very different and the bronze is very different from again from what then came further on as well so yeah that should be that should be quite interesting i'm quite excited about that yeah and they've all got Things like claws and black domes and imperial weapons and fun things. Yep, and they've also got, isn't the one with like a chunky blaster as well? Yep, chunky blaster boys in there. Yep. There's an imperial guard who's got a black uh, sort of base, but the yep. rest of him is bronze. So he's kind of like a half a supreme. What's yep. half a supreme? Like terminology. Uh, I, think, I think half a supreme would probably just be called Diana. <laughs> no surname I'll go with that I'll take that <laughs> yeah Diana Dalek there we go Diana Dalek so we've got a half supreme Diana Dalek yeah so I, I think this could be quite exciting and there will be lots of cries of no it's not true but uh, I urge you go back and um, go back and watch Parting of the Ways yep you're surprised how different the Daleks look yeah It'd be down to grading. Could well be down to grading, but on yeah. screen, they look they look pretty special. They do indeed. Now you mentioned I had to mention to you the Dalek in the cupboard. Oh yeah! So everyone will know that when I've done a few of the videos in the past, I behind my desk is my rogues gallery of Daleks, which are basically just a bookcase full of prototypes and part you know the stuff that comes in and i comment on it and say this is wrong and then i shove it on the shelf and it's been there for ages but i needed the space because i've put a blackboard there so that i can put ideas and stuff on the blackboard so i'm getting rid of all those daleks so they're being <laughs> they're being punted on to my mate or via i should say not directly but they're being punted on to matt doe 
who I think is going to auction them or raffle them. I don't know what. He's he's got a plan. He's got a plan somewhere along the way. So I said he could have those. So I've so I've put all the ones that are quite different because there are a few um, in a box. So they'll be turning up. So yeah, I don't know. I don't exactly know what he's going to do with them. But all I can say is my my rogue Daleks are going to be up for grabs somewhere somewhere along the way. Not from me, but they will be they will be up for grabs. So and um, like raising say, money for I, a good cause. Yeah, and raising the money for a good cause, or at least that's what he tells me. Um, like I say, I didn't get involved with it. I just said I'm getting rid of some, uh, getting rid of like thirty Daleks, um, and they're all a bit different and special. And he said, "Oh, well, I can take those off your hands <laughs> for a good cause." And I went, "Fine, yeah, but as long as there's nothing to do with me." So yeah, like I say, watch this, watch this space. We'll see, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, so that so yeah, and they are actually they're they're quite cool. I was looking through them as I was boxing them up and shedding a, a wee tear because they've been on my shelf now for best part of about fifteen years. But and there are some quite hokey boys in there, nice ones that have got little idiosyncrasies and oddities about them, but they're fun. So yes, that that felt a bit like the end of an era. But I kind of thought, you know, I've got some. I've, I literally it was jam packed with Daleks. Yeah. And I was like, I'll get rid of this. And, and I needed the space. I've got a nice big blackboard behind my desk now for the sketching and stuff. Yes. Um, Moments of inspiration. Yeah, they don't happen as as as, as often these days, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to get on a call with me and then ideas begin to flow as well. You know. Another yeah. quick question for you as well. I've been asked by my friend Mark, is there a reason for the packaging going through different colour changes? Uh, there doesn't need to be a colour continuity there is a color continuity but the problem is you won't see all of it so what happened was when well, i was going to say when the bbc took over but they've been in charge all the time not when the bbc took over but when the brand team changed there's obviously a change of packaging comes in and we created essentially a, a, a branding look for the the, sort of, the regeneration stuff, which was the white packaging. But essentially, the brand team came up with a new range of packaging, which is brilliant, and it looks really good. And they have literally assigned a package and a color for every single doctor to date. So when you get, for example, if you saw a bunch of books, or if you saw a bunch of DVDs going forward, or box sets or whatever up on the shelf, you get this fantastic rainbow of colors going along the shelf and you know immediately that the fourth doctor stuff is in dark blue and you know immediately that the sixth doctor stuff is in yellow and you know immediately that x y and z the problem is obviously as we're trundling through our sets we're going by era so you're seeing things like a six doctor dalek set and a six doctor tardis and then you're seeing like a like a five doctors peter davidson set and then you so you're seeing a small selection and it's not random yeah it is the thought out and it looks flipping amazing really looks flipping amazing so as new product starts to appear you're going to see all this stuff appearing so that's the answer there is a new style guide fantastic so this, this new this isn't the new style guide for the new series by the way just to be clear i haven't seen that and i'm sure it will be amazing and it isn't for the anniversary stuff because i haven't well i've seen some of the we've seen some of the anniversary stuff because the sonic is in the black with the sort of diamond, 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 diamond logo. 
this essentially replaces what we used to call the heritage pack, which was that slightly sort of slightly sort of stripped back dark blue and silver look that we had for a number of years. So it's just replacing and updating that. And yeah, I really like it. I mean, we've worked with the BBC Worldwide guys with it. I just think it's great. I mean, it it, it just lifts the whole product when it's in a nice coloured box. Makes oh, it definitely looks significantly better. So I'm, I'm quite pleased. And so you should be. Yeah, so, so that's, the, that's the answer to that question. We seem to get quite a... <laughs> the, the, the previous podcast seemed to go down particularly well with fans. I don't know. Did. Yes, I've had great feedback. Well, there we go. I think that's a great place at which to, to end this update. But we will chat again soon and we'll look back at some more retro ones, I think. Yes. Um, and uh, folk are listening and they want to send in questions. I'm always delighted delightful I'm never delightful you are delightful you're always <laughs> like well you are with me maybe not to other people I'm very, I'm very seldom delightful uh, <laughs> speak to my children <laughs> um, but I'm delighted when I'm where possible to chat about um, stuff in fact I'm, I'm still keen that one day you and I should try and do some sort of live stream yes where we can do this thing sort of almost maybe side by side and live and questions can come and yeah I think that would be a fun thing to do. I think it'd be great. And and we'd, of course, to make sure that um, we have a wee whiskey and I'd have a wee Baileys, and that would make it even more fun. Exactly. We'd probably get a ton of abuse, but abuse in a... <laughs> abuse when you're with somebody else. It shares the load. Than just taking the abuse on your own. Um, yep. <laughs> and like I say, I, you know, I, and I, must, I must mention Regenerations, it was it was a revelation, not just because of Lily Connors and yeah. meeting her dad. There's a very vocal minority in the Who kind of echelons who are never happy with yeah. anything. But then there's a lot of people that are that are happy. And there's a lot of people that are just great to speak to. I had a great weekend. I chatted to so many people about yeah. product and Stuff and they were, without exception, really nice yeah, folks. That's good. That's good to hear. There are still a few of us, um, not just you and I. Yeah. Like I say, I'll hunt you all down eventually and put you in the miniscope, but um, <laughs> miniscope of nice people in the universe. We can play with our drashings in there as well, with our, put them on our hands and we can all have lots of <laughs> miniscope fun. I'm up for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Al, thank you again. Brilliant. Thanks, Kenny. Thanks to Al for that. Um, Dave, what's your thoughts? Well, the interesting thing, of course, is, you know, Beruza was a Time Lord, Beruza regenerated. We saw four different Beruzas in TV. Who's yep. to say that this isn't a previously unseen version of Beruza mm. from between Invasion of Time and Arkham Infinity, or between Arkham Infinity and the Five Doctors, yep. <laughs> or between Deadly Assassin and Invasion of Time? I watched Invasion of Time this afternoon, listeners, I put it on in the background whilst I was sorting comics and filing comics, I put it away, and see when you just listen to it and let it play in the background, it's great. Mm. My thoughts on Invasion of Time were elsewhere, no, they're, they're great, they really are, I mean, I've said this a thousand times, and I said this to Al on the phone one of the times that I spoke to him briefly myself, was that, you know, we're very lucky to have Al and Character Options putting this stuff out for us, because when Kenny and I were growing up, we didn't have Doctor Who action figures, we had, like, Star Wars figures, and we, we'd pretend 
that your Luke Skywalker was the fifth doctor or that Stormtroopers were Cybermen or yep. Boba Fett was the cyber leader or something. And I was fifteen when the the Dapple figures started coming out and frankly I was far too old for them. Yeah. didn't in those days we we seem to stop playing with toys and such like a lot quicker than people do nowadays. Um, but I didn't care. I got them. I got loads. I got I had Sylvester and both versions of Bonnie and a Tet Trap and a K9. And I bought this the the big gift set in FP once I started my first job. And I had mm-hmm. so many Daleks. I still might still have a couple lying around somewhere in various state. I had the Davros. I had loads of them. Two hands. Yep. Not just the one. Uh-huh. It was just the one. Um, I know some so you know very people the fact nowadays and obviously the character been doing for quite a long time it was the 2000s when they started but you know to this day I still can't believe that I can look over at that shelf around there and I've got like you know different fifth doctor action figures and different fourth doctor action figures it's like you know because you know eight nine ten year old me would have killed for those back in the day yeah so we're very lucky we are I think that of course people's expectations are so high because of what character have done in the past exactly but the bottom has fallen out the action figure market you look at the number of Star Wars figures being produced nowhere near the numbers that it used to be mm. there's a consistent number that it sells to there's a fan base who buy them yeah but you're not seeing even those figures in yeah. your, your supermarkets now I mean I don't know do kids play with toys and action figures anymore I've no idea I'm not a father I've no idea I don't know it's um well, my Katie used to she loved the doctor yeah. figures she put them in her doll's house we've actually got a video of what she found in an old a memory card and it's Katie playing with her doll's house and there's two TARDISes in right. the loft one in either side of it of her doll's house and she's got all these different characters going around <laughs> um, she used to have a like a pink step to help her like to, to get up to use the toilet okay and Katie's going to thank us for telling that story yeah, she's not going to hear this I hope <laughs> um, but she used to use that as like that was the because she liked to have all the different Cybermen put them all together right and put them in there and she had my Torchwood Cyberwoman figure who was known <laughs> as Cyber Malin who was the teacher and the Cybermen were all the pupils and her oh, teacher was Mrs Malin Right. So this people, this this uh, was okay. Cyber Malin, who looked nothing like Mrs. Malin. Did Mrs. Malin know about this? Uh, no. She know, well, she knows now. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Malin. Thanks for listening. So, um, yeah. Because it's actually like I, I posted a photograph last year um, on my Twitter of like um, one of my fifth Doctor action figures holding a lightsaber. Oh. With standing as a side man, and I gave it the caption. I'm old enough to remember when you know playing with with Luke when Luke Skywalker was was the Doctor and Boba Fett was the side man, and then vice versa. Um, yeah, I think you're right because the character stuff has been so consistent. And let's be honest, we're not going to offend anyone by sort of saying this. There is a certain element of entitlement to some parts of Doctor Who fandom. You know, um, I, I sometimes think that people should be a little bit more grateful for everything that Al does. You know, like I see on you know every time a new BNM BNM wave is announced or whatever, I see people saying, "All oh, right, well, why didn't they do this? And why they could have done this? They could have put this head on this body and done this." And I think, shut up. <laughs> and it's not a case of you know. Al does a lot it's, we should be really grateful that Al's doing this because if he wasn't if Cantor wasn't doing this we wouldn't have this stuff at all you know yeah and as I say I'm old enough to remember when we didn't get any Doctor Who action figures whatsoever you know I was in about fourth year at high school when, <laughs> when they first started coming out which yeah. is far far too late but no am I, am I going in a mini rant here I am slightly That is the, the figures are great these new Daleks look amazing yeah they are good they are good so yes coming soon to be and them near you. So Dave, thank you very much for joining me today and having a quick chat about these wonderful new plastic fantastics. Always a pleasure, treasure, never a chore. I think we should play out today, given that these Daleks are from Remembrance of the Daleks, I think we should have a, sto- a song from the soundtrack, maybe one of the ones that played on the jukebox and that's Oh, that's that very good. 
So it should either be A Taste of Honey by the Beatles or Do You Want to Know a Secret by the Beatles. Now, I'm going to leave it up to Kenny to decide. Oh, It'll be well. a surprise for me. Or maybe he'll pick something else. I don't know. Maybe if we put a Beatles song in the podcast, we'll get shut down straight away. Maybe we shouldn't have a Beatles song on. Maybe we should have something else that was in the charts in November 1963. Or, or maybe we could just play out with that music that Ace listens to on or her Ghetto Blaster. If you can find it, that'll do. We'll be back next week and uh, we hope you have a good week and we will hear you and see you then. We certainly will. As it's Thursday, please check out today's episode of the Earth 2 podcast. Thanks. Cheers, see everybody. See you next time. Bye.